1: It's the True Faith Newcastle United podcast. This time we're bringing you one of the shows that would normally be behind our paywall on our Patreon platform. Um, it is the preview show. We're going to be previewing Manchester City versus Newcastle United at the Etihad at the normal, completely normal time of 8pm on a Saturday um, if you enjoy this, we have this on a regular basis. We'll be doing previews for every league game, every cup game and every Champions League game as well, of course. Um, please do consider joining us. It's be- it's between 3 and £8 per month uh, for the different tiers and we would absolutely love to have you there. So please do consider it. I'm Charlotte. I'm joined tonight by Stu, Adam and Ben. Real dream team to, to preview what is now somehow an absolutely massive game against City. Um, really didn't see this coming one game into the season. And yet some are calling it the title decider. Obviously, that's a little tongue in cheek. But um, let's let's get into it. Stu, do you consider this our best chance to beat Manchester City at their own ground we haven't got a great record at the Etihad um and yet everything seems to be swinging slightly in our favor what do you think
2: yeah
3: I mean we we haven't won an 18 games at the Etihad um we've drawn two of them slightly optimistically and we've lost 16 um so it doesn't look good on paper but as you rightly say you know the winds are changing I think We looked, as everyone has talked about, absolutely phenomenal in the last game against Villa. And City were okay by their own standards, I think, uh, last Friday night against Burnley. Burnley certainly had chances. They're a a recently promoted side. And I remember watching that game before we'd completely dismantled Villa. uh, and I think we'd have a good go at these boys. And then uh, two things happened. One, De Bruyne got injured, which is... Seismic in terms of how they play and how they rely on them, and then we absolutely, as I say, demolished Villa and put in a, a sort of a, a performance that that is the reason why we're having these sort of conversations. Or the even you know tongue in cheek as they are, but these sort of conversations about title deciders and the the back from almost every media outlet in the last week about Newcastle United and where they will eventually place has been just glorious to watch to see how. How good we've been, and and then finally realised that um, De Bruyne is a massive miss. But so's Marez and Gundogan. you know, he was he came unscored against us in the in the, the leg last season, leg the game last season at the Etihad, um where we were very much in the game uh, at one 0 until he came on off the bench and scored. So um, they have been okay. They're tired from Europe. We've been very, very good. We've strengthened a side that competed there last year and they have weakened their side with players leaving or being injured. I think there's, there's never been a better time to, to go and you know get a result there.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I think that's going to be a theme of this podcast as we start talking through it all and really talking ourselves up. We're probably going to become convinced that it's going to be an absolute thrashing. Um, That's what happens sometimes on these previews. Ben, um, Stu mentioned there that City... Have had these European games. That is, of course, the reason that this game is at 8 p.m. on a Saturday because they played last night at time of recording. They played last night. Um, it went to penalties. That means, you know, there might be some tired legs on that pitch. Do you think this is the opportunity for us that, that this is this is the day, Ben, that we're gonna get three points at the Etihad?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think um that there's a there's a couple of things to mention there, obviously. The, the, the game last season and I think in both games, um, we gave a really good account of ourselves of ourselves. Obviously, the home game we we three one up and could it could have been fourth if we'd have got a um a, a decision on on a still more penalty given for her. um and then the away game I thought we were really in that I mean it, it came in a time when maybe we'd um gone through kind of a bit of a a, a down downward patch in our form but we we. We went toe to toe with City. We only lost two nil, and and it was a really good kind of um, marker for for kind of how close we're, we're getting to them. Um, the things Jude's mentioned there, obviously the, the midweek game, they they played a lot of um, their what you would call their first team in terms of players that you would expect to be playing on Saturday night. So they've they've had a um, a trip away. A, a, I mean, I think Grillish was talking about whether um, they'll be celebrating or not because there's such a short turnaround time and things like that. Hopefully he'll have had a few beers, so he's still hungover. Um, but they it's certainly not the preparation I think they would have wanted um, with such a high-profile game coming up kind of so quickly. So, um, yeah, I, I think it is a great time to play them. Newcastle have shown we have had a, a brilliant pre-season. We, we looked super fit. Um we're, we're obviously very confident. We've got a great squad now. We've got players that can come off the bench, and that could be key because, again, if, if you're thinking City might be a bit tired after after the week, then the fresh legs coming on in this uh, kind of that end part of the game are going to be key. And um, yeah, I just think you, you, we've, we've got a manager in, in how that um, works so hard. Like he'll have been analysing everything. He'll be um, telling the players kind of what the city weaknesses are and where we, where we can uh, really hurt them. So, yeah, I think this is probably the best chance we we will have had in, um, in a long, long time to to go to 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 the Etihad and and uh, and get three points. Um, so yeah, I'm really confident.
1: I love that, Ben. Yeah, when I asked you the question initially, you just went, "Yeah, definitely, definitely." There's not an ounce of um worry in your voice, Adam. Same question. What are you uh What are you thinking? Is this our chance? Do you think Klopp? Uh, no, not Klopp. That's not the right manager. Do you think Pep, it's the same sort of sound. Um, do you think Pep is quaking in his boots or what What do you reckon? How do you think it'll go down?
4: I think mine City have every right to be nervous about this encounter against Newcastle United. Absolutely. I mean, I watched them against uh, Sevilla last night. Um, they were okay. But I think they massively missed Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva and Ruben Diaz. Um, and even John Stones to an extent. Now, there's a chance that Stones, Diaz and, and, and Silver come back into contention for this one. Um, I also, yes, they've been away in midweek. Yes, they've been, you know, extra exertions, celebrating, penalty taking, um, the travelling as well. I think that will have some effect on them, but I, I I want to kind of, I want to quite maybe temper how potentially tired they might be because they're still an elite squad they are used to playing two games a week. They've done it <laughs> for most of the last few seasons. So I, I I don't, and it's the start of the season as well. I think it's less about their tiredness. I think it's more about our fitness versus them. Yes, they have a, a slightly depleted squad and even those players that might be coming back in, their key players, just still be a bit rusty in terms of Ruben Diaz. If he was to come back in, this would be his first start of the season. So there's... There's every reason for us to feel confident, even though they're still Man City, they're that they're, they're elite, they've got a generational manager. They basically all it takes is a moment against them, a mistake, and you're punished. That that's how easy it is. Doesn't matter how tired they are. It doesn't, they just have players that can do they, they can make something happen in an instant and punish you. However, we're obviously going to be buoyant after that five-one win. Um Confidence brimming the squad. We've had a, a, a full week's rest. We've got plenty of health, healthy competition for places as well. And you know, we, we we talk about the Villa game in in respect to is this what is this us? It's is this who we are now? Is this just how good we are? And the answer is absolutely yes. This is why City need to fear us because we are going to be going to the Etihad fearless. Really, really are because Eddie Howe has instilled this belief, this self-confidence in this team. We saw, we saw what happened on Saturday against Aston Villa. This has been the third season in a row that I've seen evidence of Eddie Howe's um, influence on this on this club yeah. and inside the culture, the winning mentality. And in the last eighteen months, Newcastle United are only one of four Premier League teams to have amassed. 100 Premier League points in the last 18 months. City obviously being another one of those. But this is is an indicator of this is just how good we are now. Aston Villa wasn't anomalous. Last season wasn't a flash in the pan. It's not a fluke. Newcastle United are just really, really good. And Manchester City will have known they've had a game by 10 o'clock on Saturday night because we are coming for them. We're coming at them. And what a set of players we have to take in a battle. I can't wait.
1: Same. I uh, I feel like applauding after that. But what I'll do instead is, uh, is leave it there for part one. We're going to talk a little bit about the reaction to the Villa game in part two. We're going to talk about... Um, team any changes as well but uh i will i will leave you with these ads from our esteemed sponsors if you don't want to hear the ads and you do want to hear more podcasts like this um please do join us on patreon uh for the full eight pounds a month you get this podcast every week as well as a raft of other podcasts i think we put out three yesterday alone so please do consider joining us there is something for everyone there we'll be back after these messages So as I said, there it's part two. We're going to talk a little bit about the reaction to the Villa game in the media. Obviously, there was a lot of talking up of Villa. We've kind of touched on that a little bit, Um, and then um, the national media have kind of continued that a little bit, saying you know some people saying Villa gave us a game um, that you know that it wasn't quite as bad. Even even Emery, if you go to the uh, Villa YouTube. Emery sort of said he didn't think it should be five one. He thought that he didn't think that that was a fair scoreline. Um, Alex has said he agrees that he thinks it should have been seven or eight, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure that's what Unai Emery was getting at. Ben, I'll come to you. Um, do you think has your preseason expectation changed after that game? or is this the fixture this is the acid test because these are the champions these are the people that did the treble last season this is the acid test for this season
2: yeah i mean i guess villa have traditionally only been like a bottom half prem team so but we maybe shouldn't get too hyped up about smashing them because uh, they're not that great but um at the same time as you say because of the kind of what everyone's been been talking about them the run they've been on kind of for the uh, since emery came in um, we—I mean, we went and well and truly burst burst that bubble there, didn't we? So it, it is a, a pleasing uh, victory to get, but I, I think the reality is—is, is, I mean, the, the, this is the game, isn't it? That is going to kind of see how how close are we to uh, are we a step closer to kind of um becoming a, a title challenger and potentially even a title winner? Um, obviously, we've we've heard a lot of talking from the club, kind of wanting where they want to be. Um, so we've got to be showing that we're, we're making progress towards that, and and ultimately at this point in time, City are still the best team in, in the country. So, yeah, I think if we can go in and, as I said, get, give a good account of ourselves, if we can go there and and, and take something away in, in the away fixture, then that's going to be a massive boost to to everyone in the squad to um, to the fans because I think we'll we'll kind of start to believe. I mean, you look at a team like Arsenal last season the the they started on fire they had a brilliant run um at the beginning and kind of it came out of nowhere i mean that was a team that had, had missed out on champions league the year before so teams can make these leaps and newcastle since hows come in have been 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 making massive strides in terms of um improving things and yeah this is kind of the next step really and i think i mean my my prediction pre-season was top 4 i, I think we can get third um but I'm I'm more than happy to uh to improve that if if we do get three points on Saturday night. Cause I think if we go there and, and can beat them, um, then I I think genuinely we 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 could be surprising a lot of people in terms of being almost like the Arsenal of last season where we, we could be the ones to to go toe to toe with them. So it is a it's a massive opportunity. Um we've I mean we we were in great form, great um sort of a great situation and, and we've got so many options. It's just, it's it's a really, really exciting time and I cannot wait for Saturday night to see what we can do.
1: Lots of can't wait. Sadly, we do have to wait. Yeah, I think all really good points. I, I, I was, I did a podcast this evening actually for, um, for the BBC, um, Newcastle, and Razor on there was sort of saying, oh, I think we'll finish seventh. I think we'll finish about seventh. And I just can't see it. And I do think that this um this game against city this caliber of opponent because this is the caliber that we're going to be facing in europe as well like these are the best teams of the the best leagues um i i i think this is the litmus test isn't it it's not villa although it's deeply pleasurable to totally smash them into smithereens they're not they're not the the, the bar are they they're not the standard adam
4: no but i mean they were <laughs> They were apparently a rival for, you know, these European places for us. This still might be, but we we took on that test and we, as he said, we blew them out the water. I mean, all Saturday confirmed to me was that we had, in fact, carried on momentum from the last season, back in the last season, shown the whole world. It wasn't a fluke. It was a statement win against, as I said, an apparent rival. Um, I'm relishing this test, to be honest. I think this is... I want us to go to places like the Etihad and be fearless and to be competitive, and to know that we're not just turning up to lose because we we must all have been so conditioned over the years that Etihad well it's it's barely worth sort of being hopeful about because you just know as as has been said at the top of the show you know sixteen defeats out the last eighteen or or, or whatever it was it that 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 tells you how uh, fruitless our trips there have been. However, it does feel different now. It really does, and especially when we went away to, you know, went away to 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 Arsenal last season and 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 Old Trafford as well, and getting something from those games that traditionally we wouldn't normally get anything out of. And you know, Eddie Howe's the the man to instil confidence into this team? We've seen what he's done, and th- this really could be the beginnings of the, the best Newcastle side I've I've ever seen in my lifetime. Which maybe is a debate for another pod, but. I just wanted to continue to get used to the fact that we can go and challenge elite teams in their own backyard and have a really, really good go at them. Even if we don't come away with anything at the Etihad, I know we're going to put in a shift. I know we're going to run them ragged for 90 to hundred minutes because we're that fit, we're that good. And we, we will have a plan. Um, We can give any team a game. I just think we'll be able to smell blood. I think without, their linchpin in, in Kevin De Bruyne, I think they're going to have to work really, really hard to find other solutions. They have a wealth of talent. They're dripping in talent. But I think we can have them. I, re- I really, really do. They're going to have to work really, really hard. They're going to have to earn this win if they want it against Eddie House and Newcastle United because it will not come easy.
3: The The media that has been very strange through this whole pre-season and then obviously even after the reaction to the Villa game. Some have talked us up and changed their mind. A lot haven't. But the whole, you know, finishing seventh or even lower than that that some have predicted, us, even after seeing the Villa... Um, the, the the dominance, how how we played, and, and what the score was. It's strange to me. It's, it's I know we haven't been in Europe for quite a while. There maybe has been a rule change where you have to leave your best player every time you play a game in a stadium, and you can't bring them back with you. Because how we're going to get consistently weaker throughout this sort of season is strange to me. Um, I don't know. This side has never shown any signs of sort of dipping or. Um, you know, fatiguing in that way. Um, when we've been poor, it's for it's been for different reasons. But I think, as the two boys have already said, it's litmus test is, is, is probably a good way of putting it. City are the best team in the world. Um, but they are, as we've already said, at a weakened state, and we are on the up, as it were, and going for them. And we should be going for them. The Villa game was a brilliant result. We should be beating teams like Villa. We did last year. You know, four one. On on one hand, on the other hand, though they have strengthened and significantly, and the team we beat last year was a team that had been afflicted by Steven Gerrard for X amount of the month. So it's a different team that we beat. We beat a team who are fancied by a lot of people to be in and around that sort of top six, seven side, and we obliterated them. We showed we're, we're, we're leagues above that team. Um, if we go there uh, and we put in the performance, rocks backness to. We take our chances and that's key. I watched back the highlights of last year's game which was 2-0 to City. Uh, we were in that game. Boy, we were in that game. We had Longstaff in that game who missed a sitter. We had Wilson, who missed a couple. didn't uh, missed a, a very easy chance. We could have quite comfortably won that game. Go back and watch the highlights you'll see that there aren't a whole lot of City chances. They took their chances, they were clinical and we weren't. And the, In the form that Isak's in um, the form that our wingers are in, our whole team is in. I think that 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 really does change it. It doesn't mean if we win, we're going to win the league. It, it kind of does. It kind of does actually. <laughs> title
1: it
0: kind of does. does, yeah.
3: Um, I mean, I will certainly feel that way. We will feel that way. Um, but I think if, for me personally, if we if we beat them, my we we will be in a t- title fight. I know it's only two games in, but you have to. You can only beat what you put in front of you, and if you beat the best team in the league um at their ground then
2: you're in that conversation i mean i think that a lot of the the stuff you've heard from the media i mean the, the, the people kind of been talking us down have, have completely disregarded the fact that we've massively strengthened our squad probably more so than than anybody than than any other team i think we have probably done the best business um in terms of kind of addressing some of the shortcomings we had last season um and and this kind of talk around us potentially I mean, you, you said Razor saying Tipman were for seventh. And um, obviously, the I think most of the Sky Pundits had us maybe fifth or sixth or whatever. But we, I mean, everyone, kind of all these rivals that we've got are all in European competitions, pretty much. There's only Chelsea that have kind of got the the advantage of of having kind of the midweeks off. Um, everyone else is going to be playing pretty much the same number of games as us. So um, we, we, we're going to have kind of the same challenges. And yet, I would say... Harvey Barnes and and Wilson coming off the bench is a far far better option than than most of the teams have got, and, and that's after they've been smashed by Tenali and Gordon and and Isak and, and whoever else starts. So, I, I think we're our, our squad is in an incredible position. It's potentially going to get stronger. We're being linked with more more players, kind of as it comes towards the end of the, um, the window. So we, we've got a massive opportunity. Um, we've got momentum behind us. I mean. We, it, it's probably the the biggest kind of compliment you can give to how is that we don't kind of have any kind of drop off between seasons. A lot of teams will, um, Man City for example, having just freshly won a triple, um, don't look at kind of to be up to the same speed. Whereas Newcastle just continued that momentum and and playing kind of as, as quickly and as aggressively as we did all last season. So, um, yeah, we're we're in we we're looking at incredible shape and. I think we're going to give City a really really good game.
1: I'm really excited bring on bring on 8 pm on Saturday that's all I can say. Now you've all been kind of chomping at the bit to talk uh, personnel talk about the players. It may be a fairly straightforward question but Adam I'll, I'll come to you first. Same team as as last week do you think for the for this City side or would you make any changes? Obviously um Villa were playing this very high press. Do you do you make any change which created loads of space for us? Um, I think things to consider when we're when we're talking about lineup would be um that left back position. Phil Foden really um had Dan Burn in his pocket last season. Um it that, that could be why we're signing um Hall from Hall from Chelsea. But uh, let's let's talk the sort of first half of the question first. I've just gone I've asked you a question, and then and then started thinking out loud. I uh, apologize. Um, same same lineup, same starting
4: eleven. I think he'll go unchanged. I, I think he will. I think. I think what we need to look out for, and um, in, in a way that Villa seemed to start to hurt us in the first half, was something that I picked out in in, in preseason. Um, is attacks from wide areas, and you saw again the first half against Villa, you saw you saw Dina overlap on the left you saw Matty Cash overlap on the right and it and quite often the, you know they would they would spread the play to the opposite wing and and try and catch us on the hop and a, a couple of times it almost it almost worked and i think obviously what we see from city is they'll they'll squeeze us, they'll squeeze us into the box and they'll try and keep us contained and they'll try and play around our box now i think we'll have an opportunity with the pace that if we kept the you know we kept the same lineup with the pace of Gordon, Isak and Miggy, the threat of the counter attack there when Manchester City are squeezing us in the box, that that is uh, tantalising for me. That's uh, that's really really ex- exhilarating to think of those three players on the counter attack, at pace, with the technique combining, linking up, intelligent play, and being able to be hopefully clinical as well you know um we the thing with with the injuries to that that man city have had you know with kevin de bruyne foden has been playing kind of more centrally so i don't i wonder whether i don't think maybe burn might be left in a situation one on one with foden in that respect because i think that right wing berth is a toss up between julian alvarez and Cole Palmer, who impressed in midweek as well. Um, I think Cole Palmer, quite a a, a tall frame. Him against Dan Byrne might be an interesting matchup. Cole Palmer with a very, uh, very impressive header in midweek as well. He had a really good game. But I think Foden Foden operated in a kind of um, the most advanced of of a midfield three on Wednesday night with Rodri sitting, as you'd expect, and then Kovacic who I do rate, actually. I think he's a really intelligent operator. He, he he was kind of the number eight. He was sort of orchestrating from deep, uh, feeding the likes of, of Foden and then out wide, Agriolish and, and, and Palmer. He's somebody who, you know, he's replaced Gundogan. He doesn't necessarily have the goal-scoring threat of Gundogan, but he I really, really rate his, his technique and his intelligence. And I think he can, just the weight of his past, he's just got such... He's such a good footballer, basically. Uh, and I rated him at Chelsea, and I think he's, he's a really smart pickup by City, by And they'll be very, very glad they have him as well because he's someone a, a bit more senior who can take control of the game in the absence of, of a De Bruyne. Um, I think we're going to need the likes of Gordon and Miggy, as we saw against Villa, doubling up on full backs um, and... Trying to, you know, trying to nullify those 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 threats from wide areas. I think we know Burns hasn't got the pace, but with Gordon supporting him in 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 a, in a defensive way, and Gordon's defensive work was excellent on Villa, and you saw exactly why Eddie Howe absolutely love him. You know the, the, the way he sprinted back, last man, um, unbelievable, and that's 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 what you need against City. You need all your players. With that mentality, um, with that intensity and energy, to stop them because that's what it takes. As, as it said, they're the best team in the world, y- you have to give everything. So I think I think we'll keep. I'll keep. I think we'll keep the same shape, and I think we'll we'll rely heavily on the likes of Miguel Almiron and Anthony Gordon providing just a bit of backup on those wide areas because we will need it. Man City are just exceptional technically, and we're going to have to be wary for them. I think they can hurt us as long as we put a defensive shift in as long as we're disciplined
2: i think we have the players to stop them as well yeah i would agree i think um ev- everyone that started the, the game against uh, Villa ville the other day is is in the the start for this week i think uh, obviously the the big kind of um cause i suppose were to t- nolan gordon in terms of who we thought maybe um, wouldn't necessarily feature or not um gordon as 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 adam said put in a proper shift i mean he's got that much pace he's got enough pace for him and dan Byrne should maybe just chuck him a couple of miles per hour if he can um, cuz i mean you look at the work he did and that was probably the the biggest um kind of improvement i saw in gordon was that he he, he actually came back and and was disciplined and and really helped out burn when when he needed to and it ultimately as kind of exposed as, as I thought Byrne might look against the RB and, and, um, and Bailey generally that I don't think they had as much kind of joy as I was expecting. So yeah, I think Gordon um, and, and then, I mean, let, let's talk about his attacking. I mean, he's, he was unbelievable that the cross he puts in for Tanali and, um, is literally every defender's nightmare that the give and go that he, he he does and he's got so much pace and then the quality of the cross uh, was was brilliant so yeah i think he's got every attribute and and it's what we talked about in terms of the the kind of the good form and good confidence he's in um i think you've got to keep him in the team to, to kind of keep building on that um and then Tenali, again i mean i think everybody's falling in love with the bloke after one game um, he, he had everything he showed a bit of grit he showed that he's he's a, a ball winner but then he's got the ability to um to, to move the ball and also get into the box i mean obviously he scored after eight minutes but then there was another great chance that him and Gordon um created together with them with Isak where he, he could have had a second within kind of 10 15 minutes whatever so yeah i I think go with the same team it's it's got everything. It's got all the kind of components we need to be able to go up against this City team. I mean, the things that Adam was talking about there as well, I mean, let, let, let's face it, this is as, as good as they are. It is a team in a little bit of transition with the likes of Kovacic, Palmer, potentially playing, even the fact that Foden's kind of playing a deeper role, that they're not in that kind of slick, oiled machine that they normally are, where everybody knows what they're doing. Everyone's in great form. They They've had some... They've probably had more changes to their team and they're obviously still kind of finding out that the way they play. So um yeah, i I I think we we go with the same team. They they played so well and with so much discipline. Um, I think that's that that's gonna bode us well for for the game. So on
4: on Sandro Tonali, like like everybody else who's a I've been gushing about him all week. I've watched his goal 14 times at least. Um I just, I just want to temper expectation for this game in Tolani. I think, I think it's one thing to come in for your debut in a, in a home crowd. You know what a start to just kick off, and that 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 goal obviously sort of boosted his confidence for the whole of that game. I think he can do really well at the Etihad because he's incredibly talented and he seems to have fitted in seamlessly alongside Bruno and Joe Linton. However, I think we still have to remember. He's brand new to this country. He's brand new to the league, and he's going away to arguably the best club in the world at the minute. And I I wonder. I, I'm not necessarily saying that I don't think he's going to do well. I just don't think he's going to possibly reach the heights that he did against Aston Villa at home. Simply out of practical reasons, he's still readjusting. He's still trying to get used to the pace. And City is going to, you know, command such a huge challenge uh, for everybody. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm being overly cautious. Maybe I'm 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 not giving him being fair on him. I just think that we're I don't want to kind of get lost in Sandra Tonali's mint and he's going to be mint all season. I think we still have to remember he's still a new player, he's still readjusting. And and Saturday's going to be tough for him, but I think he has all the ingredients to come through it and for our midfield to to come away from the egg they had feeling like they've they've really given a good account of themselves and they've disrupted the the Man City midfield, which is absolutely what we need to be doing. His physicality is going to be important. His running is going to be important. Um, But hopefully he takes that confidence from last week and really, really puts on a show. And I hope that's the case. But part of me is just a bit, he might not do as well as last week, but let's just see. That's just where I'm at with Tonali at the moment.
1: I, I get it. It's a, it's a different opposition. And it's an opposition who have a really smart manager and a really smart bunch of coaches who will have watched how he plays last week and watched how he played in Milan. And will be will be, you know, trying to find an answer for that as well in a way that, like, Aston Villa just were not expecting him to, to be. So I get it. Um, but... Uh, I, I don't know, I also feel like maybe, like we were debating whether or not Longstaff would start over him and then when he played, it was like, oh yeah, no, definitely not. Um, so I, yes, I see what you're saying. And also I feel f- f- like he's still going to be absolutely class because he's really, really class. Also, he's got a belly full of Weatherspoon, Weatherspoon's food. So he's um, <laughs> raring to go, carved up. Stu, any changes to the squad? And then um maybe just a, a comment on the bench as well, because obviously that's been that was a, a strength of ours in the villa game that we could bring on Harvey Barnes, we could, we could change the game in that way, bring on very fresh legs, very strong um players. Um any changes for you on that side or any comments on what Adam Adam said about Tonali?
3: Tonale's to scores for a hat trick. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, I do think it'd be really good though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it may change. I think I agree with both of both, both the lads, it'll be the same. It's Eddie Howe's MO, he, he doesn't change a win side unless he really has to or there's a, a tactical need to do so. Um, the burn thing is a good question because yes, he, he was, um, you know, almost targeted by City last season and by Foden. Foden playing more centrally now. I do think that Byrne played really solidly against Aspen Villa and Eddie, Howe will stick with him. Um, the, the main reason I think that he'll stick with the team you had was a, they played very well. B, and you brought it up their char is the, the impact that those subs had. The game wasn't really in the balance as such because it was three one. I know that villain they almost just scored to make a three two, but we're still re- quite in control of the game. But when we brought on Wilson and Barnes, and it's been a lot of list, that was. Uh, huge and I mean mentally huge just for seeing those boys come onto the pitch and how those fullbacks must have felt and the defenders must have felt seeing them but just the impact they had on the game um, Rarely, if we had a pair of subs have such an impact so quickly in combination I mean Adam said he's been watching the Tonali go back again the goal I've been watching back is the fourth goal is Wilson's goal and as much as for the finish for the link up play between Tonali and Bruno and Joe Linton and Barnes and Wilson it is poetry it is phenomenal one touch slick passing um you'd call it sort of city-esque to be honest with you and i think if i was pep watching that i would be really scared like i really would be um very concerned about what they can do i don't think they'll start i think the, the reason they had such an impact was uh, barter's speed his stamina you know wilson this is the perfect situation for Wilson. I don't think he'd ever like to admit it, but we all know he's made of biscuits and he just falls apart at different points in the season, but he's a phenomenal finisher and he puts a shift in every time he comes on. But having Isak starting, doing most of the donkey work, hopefully getting a few goals, hopefully doing what he can do, tearing the defenders, and then bringing him on for 20 maybe 20 or so along with Barnes you know if Eddie had wrote a script for the last game that's what he would have written to happen or would have wrote to happen and I think it'll try and do the same again it's having that impact on the bench that we had um and then having Alexis Sean Longstaff on there as a defensive option Jacob Murphy who was great when he came on with a really good assist um it it, it, it does put into you know perspective how strong we've got even from the last game that we played back in april you know we if we brought isak on but he was just coming back from fit from a an injury and he, he wasn't maybe one of we, we baron spell he had and he was just coming back or we asm on who we're not getting a lot to again but inconsistent generally um like matt target came on and Jacob Murphy came on as well. So just, we're bringing on higher calibers as a player now. We're, we're taking a step up and if you take a step up from fourth, then you're going to third or second and that puts you right into the wheelhouse where Man City are. So, um, I think that's why anyhow, Howe will keep it the same team.
1: Yeah, no arguments from me. I would be very surprised to see any wholesale changes or really even any changes in the lineup come 7 p.m. on Saturday, which is the normal time that I have a look at uh, the team sheet because the game is, of course, at a very normal time. Um, We are going to get into our predictions for the third and final part of the show. But before that, we've got a few more messages for you. If you hate messages or you love this show, um, please do consider joining us on Patreon. Uh, for £8 a month, this is one of the very many shows that you will get as a full patron member, if you just want to support our normal free podcast, that's £3 a month, and there's a middle tier too, for a little bit of extra content, but if you're really enjoying this preview, please do consider joining us for £8 a month, we would simply adore it if you did, we'll be back for part three after these. Part three of the show, and it's time to get into predictions, um, So, what's the final score going to be at 10pm, ridiculous, Um, on Saturday night in Manchester and why? And what's going to happen? How is it going to come to be that that is going to be the final score? Ben, I'll come to you first. What do you think the score is going to be? What are you worried about in the game? Who's going to score? Tell me some of this stuff.
2: Newcastle are going to win 2-1. I'm going to go for Issac and Barnes to get the goals. I think um I, I think it'll be a fairly late winner, uh, kind of eighty five plus. But um I just think kind of everything she was talking about there in terms of uh, the impact off the bench, I think we we are gonna be able to um kind of cause cause City a lot of problems. Um I, I mean the in, in terms of, of how the game will go, I mean we we have to give city a lot of credit i mean they, they did batter burnley they didn't even really need to get out of second gear they were very comfortable obviously they've, they've got an absolute goal machine in harland up front um and and he caused us plenty of problems last season so we, we've got to give them kind of the due respect to to say that they, they can cause us a lot of problems um however i just feel like we we've got um a team now where we i, I think in the past probably Newcastle were a little bit simpler to work out in terms of if you stopped Bruno getting on the ball, if, if kind of you didn't let him dictate the play and whatnot, then you could kind of shut down Newcastle's creativity almost. Whereas I feel like he's kind of already shown that he's willing to receive the ball and, and can kind of get us up the pitch and, and get us playing as well. Um and and we've got options now where I mean we we can go long ball up to Isak I mean, that um the, the injury to, to Mings obviously. Um, came from a ball that, and, and even Isak's second goal, they came from kind of just just balls knocked forward that he wasn't really favourite to get, but he's that quick. He got on the end of them and, and kind of created um, trouble for, for for Villa off the back of that. So Isaac has got so much pace. I mean, he's I think for me he's going to be the key. Um, just get the ball into him, into feet, in in front of him for him to run on as much as possible. Um, City have got a pretty um, quick back four, but um they've they've never played a player like Isak. Um the, the control he's got when the, the ball's at his feet is incredible. And 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 I do feel like Ake and Akanji have got mistakes in them, even Walker. Um so I, I think Isak will put them under a lot of pressure and uh, and he'll be key. In terms of kind of us stopping sit uh, city, um I, I think it's all going to be about our physicality. I mean, we are a big, big side. When you look at that that city side, I mean, if it is Foden, Kovacic and Rodri in that middle. Foden, I think we can kind of muscle him out of the game a little bit. Kovacic and Rodri are kind of bit um, bit sturdier players, but Joe Linton is an absolute beast, and I think that was maybe one of the things we we kind of got caught out at times last season was not really kind of put, putting the boot in on people and kind of being too aggressive. So um, I'm hoping we do that, and uh, and yeah, like I, I think that's going to be the key: is dominate them, overpower them. And then utilize kind of the pace of, of gordon isaac to, to put them under a lot of pressure
1: love it overpower them Stu. you've already talked about a hat trick for tonali what's the score going to be tell me how we're going to get there
2: <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll, I'll roll back slightly on that one um i promise um i didn't copy ben but i have two one and i also have uh, goals from Isak, but I think I went for Wilson instead of Barnes. I
1: saw you laugh when he said that. Yeah, I, I was like, why.
3: he's copied me. um But yeah, I, I think, I do think we'll win. I've I thought all week, i thought we'll win. um On the Instagram preview for the Villa game, I almost got the goal scores correct. I did not predict 5-1, I predicted 3-1, but Isak would get a brace and Harvey Barnes would score and, and that happened. So hopefully I'm right with this one as well. um yeah. City will have possession, a lot of it. That's what they do. Um, It's their MO. Um, there are a few teams in the world that can stop that. And I'm fairly confident that Eddie hasn't set the team up to go and go to, to the Etihad and try and dominate the ball and, and, and keep a hold of possession. That's very, very unlikely to happen. Instead, a bit like what, what Ben had said, I, I think it will be efficient use of that possession and productive use of the ball so when you have the ball doing something productive with it we did that in the the the, the leg I Keep saying leg the game last season um we just didn't take our chances but we did make chances which is important i think we'll do that again this uh this weekend i, I can't like ben i have focused on the physicality of our three center midfielder i think that'll be a feature that we'll talk about a lot this season because there are three incredibly skillful players but they're big buggers and they will bully you know center midfields um, up and down the land and i think that's something that we'll have to take advantage of with city you know um i don't know massive rate competition okay i know um adam Obviously really to him. I think he's all right. Um, I think he's a drop down on what they would have had in midfield in the past. And I think he's nowhere near the level of Bruno or Tonali or or Joelinton. And I think that they can be more physical in that way as well. Um if Foden is in the center, um, Jolintin will just eat him. Like it's he's he's just too small to be going up against players like that. And I think we'll have to use that physicality, get that possession back if we haven't got it, or keep a hold of it if we do have it, and then being able to sort get up the channels and up into the centre through to Isak to, to, to use the ball really well. Um, it will be a really topsy-turvy game. I think it should be a brilliant game, uh, in all honesty, because City are a very good side, as we've said, but so are we. Um, and I think, in terms of expectations, I don't like using that term, it's a free hit, because we're aiming to be, no game's a real free hit, this should be what we would have looked in the past whenever Liverpool would have played City or, you know, past Man Utd played Arsenal. That, that should be what this game turns into um, over the next couple of years. Uh, but I think we're going there with no fear and with nothing to lose to go and just to show what, what we can do. What I think will happen, I think we'll score first. I think we'll dominate in terms of chances, maybe not the ball, but chances um, be a bit more efficient. I think we'll score first through Isak. Uh, I think that Harold will score because that's just what he does. Probably around the half time mark, we'll let me be given a wee boost, but we'll rally and with those impact subs, I think we will get a winner through either Wilson or Barnes. They seem to be fairly interchangeable down that for the right hand side um, or left hand side, I should say. So yeah, I think two on Newcastle, um, and then we'll march on to our inevitable title victory. Two
1: wins so far, Adam. Go for it.
4: I'm going to go with 2 2, um, which I would still absolutely you sicko. take. Yeah, absolutely sicko. So I think we'll take the lead at the Eddie Had. I think Man City will come back into it 2 1. But then I think towards the end of the game, when we have lots of energy and fitness still, I think we'll hurt them. And I think it'll be a really, really well earned point in that respect. I think ultimately. The, the fitness element is going to be such a huge foundation for for this performance. And I think it's one of our strengths in the entire league. Um, Man City are obviously excellent too. But when you have that kind of attribute in your team the energy, the relentlessness, and just the willing knowing that those players, even if they're two, three nil down, they will not stop running. That's what I really, really like about this team. I don't think we're going to be two or three nil down. But I think we will have an answer to, we will be able to stay in the game consistently right till the final whistle, no matter how much injury time is on there now to get a result. And yes, Harlan's a, a machine. He's an absolute machine, but I think there's, there's plenty of other players that we can disrupt and frustrate and, and get in their face and hopefully put off. I think, you know, you mentioned some of the lads mentioned there about, you know, the defensive, I think it was Ben about, potential errors there. I think there are are errors there, even in the goal. Edison's fantastic. But again, the way that they pass out and the way that we press high, I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to watch. Um, But yeah, we'll need that defensive discipline and concentration right throughout. We'll need to battle in midfield relentlessly and we'll need to be clinical on the attack when we go and take our chances there. We need to be fast and we need to attack with conviction as well because yeah, Man City are going to have most of the ball. So when we do have the ball, we need to be creating opportunities, and we need to be clinical when we have those opportunities. I personally can't see us not scoring at the Etihad, which is why I think we'll score two goals. I think yes, they'll have a lot of possession, Man City, but I think this will be a very, very different contest for them. I think this will be quite open once it comes into the second half, perhaps, um, and a bit more end to end. Although I think it'll be, I think it'll start quite cagey, and that's probably going to be driven by us just sort of bedding in, settling in. But I think this, the second half seems to be where we 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 usually come into our own and I want to be able to just deal some devastating attacks on this city defence. Um, I think whatever happens, we know we're going to go in there with self-confidence um, and know that we can get a result because we can, because we're absolutely fucking class.
1: Love it. That's the way you can't say that and then say it's a draw though. I'm going to say uh two nil. I don't think Manchester are getting through our defense. I think Nick Pope's going to make a couple of really big um uh saves like, ha- like Harland saves and uh he's not going to know what's him. So that's how I'm going to see it playing out. But you guys have given a pretty good uh prediction on how you see the game playing out. I'm aware of the time. I think we should leave it there. Um, as ever, please do join us on Patreon. It's between 3 and £8. Pounds. £8 pounds will get you this podcast before every match, every week, um, Champions League and League, uh, League Cup and FA Cup included. Uh, so please do join us there. We'd love to have you. Thank you to Stu, Adam and Ben for joining me this evening. Thank you for listening. Take care. Good night.